Today's daf is daf Lamed Ches. We are holding at the Mishnah at the bottom of Lamed Zion with Beis. The Mishnah really is uh, taking uh, and expanding on one of the points made in a previous Mishnah. Previous Mishnah, we had a, a list of those things that can be said b'chol lashon, and those things that have to be said specifically in lashon hakodesh. One of the things that had to be said in lashon hakodesh was birchas kahanim. This is one of the primary sources for the halachas of birchas kahanim. The, the upcom- this upcoming Mishnah and the details that are contained within this Mishnah. So let's see the Mishnah. Zogdei lekam Mishnah. Birchas kahanim keitzad. What are the parameters of birchas kahanim? Medina Omer Osa Sholish Brachos. Rashi in Masecha Sukkah, there's actually a Machlokas Rashi in the Rambam. They bring this as a Kasha against the Rambam. Rashi learns that Medina means anything outside of the Beis Hamikdash is called Medina. So that's what the Mishnah means. Simple shot is that unless you're, if you're doing Birchas Kahanim anywhere outside of the Beis Hamikdash, it's done in three Brachos. Means you have the three Psukim and the Amen after each one. Each one is considered to be a uh, individual Bracha. But they didn't break it down that way in the Beis HaMikdash. In the Beis HaMikdash, it was one long bracha, and it was not broken down into three brachas. That's difference number one between Beis HaMikdash and outside the Beis HaMikdash. The Rambam Shita is, he usually learns that Medina means Yerushalayim. And uh, I mean, Medina means outside Yerushalayim. Mikdash means Yerushalayim. That doesn't fit at all in this uh, in, in this Mishnah because the next one said Mikdash Omer as Hashem Kiksavo. Then in the Beis Hamikdash they said the Shem Avaya. In the Berachas Kahanim they used the Shem Avaya, the Yudke Vavke, and, and 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 Medina in the Medina, which according to Rashi means outside the Beis Hamikdash. They did the Kinui of the Kinui means is like the, uh, the the literally the nickname, but the name that's given instead, the Olive Dalid, the Lashon, the the name of Adnus, because we don't say the Yudke Vavke. Outside the base of Mikdash. It fits very well what as Rashi's definition of what Medina means and Mikdash means. The Ramah we have to work with. But Medina Kahanim Noisim is Yadeim Keneged Kisfehim. In the Medina, the Kahanim uh, raise their hands uh, opposite to their shoulders. And Allah put it above their heads. Rashi says that the Shechina is Shorah between the fingers of the Kahanim. And only in the base of Mikdash is that really happening. So in the base of Mikdash, um, where, where that where, where that's happening? That's where they have to raise their hands all the way up. The mikdash is al gabei roshayim. Raji says the mikdash lemalam roshayim mitnei shemavarchin esaam b'shemam mefarish b'shchina lemalam ekisha etzbaseim. So they have the, the the concept of the actual shchina being between their fingers and the bracha happens in the base of mikdash, not in the medina, and therefore there they have to raise. It has to be the highest part of their body there where the shchina is. But in the medina, it's not done above. It's only done keneged kisveim. There is some discussion in the poskim. What does it mean keneged kisveim? It means it just can't be below the shoulders. It has to be actual at shoulders. Shoulder height, or it can be above shoulder height, just not above your head. There's what discussion the in the post. Kim, what's what, that? What shoulder. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I know that that there was a fellow outside in YU that was putting up these posters about. You know, like you have the tefillin where you're supposed to put the tefillin. He's also putting up these posters where the the height that the, he felt that the kahanim were doing it wrong today. I don't exactly have to ask the kahanim what they do. Not higher than what's the that? seats. Remember, we learned something. Like we haven't got there. Yeah, we're getting to that. Okay, all right, all right. Now, except for the Kohen Gadol, in the Beis Hamikdash, even he was not allowed to put his hands above his head because Sheinu Megviah as Yadulam Alaminat sits because the sits has a higher level of kedusha and therefore his hands can't go above the sits. 
There's actually, I want to get an unbelievable psaac from Rabbi Yoshev. Rabbi Yoshev says, is that a person, if you, if you have like, a, you want to reach for the, are you wearing tefillin, you should not put your hands on the, to get the, the safer from the highest shelf. He wants to say that if you've got tefillin on your hands, your hands shouldn't go above your head. I mean, it's wow. a tremendous chiddush that, that, uh, that, that also he wants to bring a right from this Gemara. But, all right, I, I haven't, I haven't seen it brought down in, uh, in other places. Okay. Says Gemara Vaita. Second day in a row. All right. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, Avkoin Gadol Makbeh Yod of Lamala Minat Sitz. And Rabbi Yehuda disagrees with that last point. He says that the, even the Kohen Gadol, he also puts his hands... Uh, uh, he can also raise his hands above the tzitz in the Beis Amigdash. Now, this is a little confusing over here. The Shenamar usually would go on the immediate halacha. So the Shenamar should bring, bring the raya that what? That the Kohen Gadol is allowed to put his hands above the tzitz. But that's not what it says. Aaron raised his hands. He raised his hands up to the, to the people and he blessed them. So the way the uh, Tzitzi and the other Mepharshim explain, this is going back on the entire Mishnah. It's not going back on the last Prat. The last Prat, the last specific thing said that Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. He holds that a Kohen is allowed to raise his hands above the tzitz. Now, Shenemar is going back. The concept of the Kohen has to raise his hands is learned from the Pasuk that Aaron, we're going to see on the last day of the Meluim, he gave a bracha to the people. He raised his hands towards the people. But that Shenemar is just going on the basic concept of raising your hands for Berchus Kahanim and not on the entire, uh, not on the previous halacha of the Kohen Gadol with its sits. All right, let's go on. Tana Rabban, and we're going to have now a number of different uh, halachas that are are learned out from the pasuk of Kosovarchu. Kosovarchu is the instruction to the Kohanim how they should bless Bnei Yisrael. Kosovarchu is Bnei Yisrael. So Kosovarchu Beloshan Hakodesh. It means you have to bless Beloshan Hakodesh. How do you know it means in Loshan Hakodesh? Maybe you can make the bracha in any Loshan. So he says no. There's Exeira Shava. Nemar Khan Kosovarchu. It says here it says Loshan of Kosovarchu. By the Kohanim and Levian, by Har Grizim, by Har Eval, which we dealt with the last couple of days. This that they have to stand up and bless the people. So over there, we're going to see it has to be Lashon Hakodesh. So just as over there, Levarach Hasam is Lashon Hakodesh, the Kosovarchu over here, Birchas Kohanim, also is Lashon Hakodesh. Malam Lashon Hakodesh, Avkan Lashon Hakodesh. What? How is there in Lashon Hakodesh? Ah, so it says the Gemara. Like, uh, 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 so the question is, how do we know over there was Lashon Hakodesh? So there was in the last couple of days. How do we know over there? We learned over there Kol Kol from Moshe Rabbeinu because it says they did it with Kol Ram and Moshe Rabbeinu says but Kol when he did the Aseris Adibros and it was one way of learning. Rabbi Yehuda, I'm an Again, we had this similar, we had this Rabbi brought down the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda before. He says, you don't have to make Xayra Shava from Har Grizim Har Eval to teach me that it has to be in Lashon HaKodesh. He's an Tzarech, Harehu Omer, Kol. Kol means in this way, in the way that it was given to them from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Which is Lashon HaKadosh. You don't have to slip in from our Grizim and our Eval. Tanya, Irach, we have another b'raisa. What do you learn from Kosovarchu? Kosovarchu means ba'amida, that you have to do it, the Kohanim have to be standing. Maybe you could even, even sitting. By the... Uh, it says, uh, no, this is not by Hagrizim. This is by the instruction to the. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, this is, this is Hagrizim. I'm sorry. It says, Eila Yamdu Levarech. 
It says that they will get a stand up to bless. Again, you don't have to make that Gzeirah Shavah from Eilu Yamdu because we have another Pasuk, a Pasuk in Devarim that says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu separated Leviim to carry the Aaron and, uh, and also from, from the Leviim, which are the Kohanim, to serve Hashem and to bless. Now, Sheirus Avoda, we're going to see, has to be done standing. Since the Torah makes a Hekash, juxtaposes the service in the base Amigdash to the uh, to, the bracha to Birchas Kahanim, and since Avoda has to be done by Amida, so Lashares Ulevarech Bishmo, so the Levarech Bishmo also has to be done by Amida. So you don't have to make again, you don't have to make the Shava from the uh, from Har Grizim Har Eva. Lashares Ulevarech Bishmo, Mama Shares by Amida, just as the service is by Amida, so Av Mevarech is by Amida. I, how do you know the Avoda has to be done by Amida? Mashares Gufa Minolan, how do you know that has to be done by Amida? We have another pasuk that says that he has to be standing when he does the avodah. Tanya Idach, we have a third brisa. When it says you have to, in this way you should bless Bnei Yisroel. Benesius kapaim ata omer. It means you have to raise your hands. Benesius kapaim. How do you know you have to raise your hands? What if you don't raise your hands? So what it says, Benesius kapaim. Nemar kan kosevarchu. Benemal lahalon. This is on the eighth day of the of the Meluim when they were inaugurating the Mishkan. So then they went up to Rosh Chodesh uh, uh, Nisan. Rosh Chodesh Nisan was the last day, the eighth day of the inauguration. So they went. It says that 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 they they brought communal korban. And when they completed on that eighth day, on the completion, it says, So what does he do? He blesses them. But how does he bless them? He raises his hands to bless them. So just as over there, the bracha was kapayim. So too we learn, has to be kapayim. So if you're going to learn the source, of Nasius Kapayim from what Aaron Hakayan did, so then you have to learn exactly what he did. So Imala Halan, first of all, it's only the Kohen Godel. Aaron was the Kohen Godel number one. Two, it was Rosh Chaydesh. So who says you do Birchas Kohanim every day? If you're learning from there, that was Rosh Chaydesh Nisan. Maybe only on Rosh Chaydesh you do uh, Nasius Kapayim. And the second and the last thing is that it was an Avaidist Tzibur. It was from the, uh, from the, uh, the Korbanist Tzibur. So maybe you only do. Nasius Kapayim, when it involves uh, our Vodas Tibur, a communal, it's uh, the Korbanas Tibur. How do you know any other situation you can do it? I know you could do Birchas Kahanim when it's a non carbon Tibur. So Av Khan should be Kohen Godol, it should be Rosh Chodesh, and it should only be when it is a Avodas Tibur. So the Gemara says, no, I don't, uh, it's not a problem. So the Gemara says, Rab Nasanayma ain't tzarech. It's not a problem. Now, the, the way Rashi learns Rab Nasanayma ain't tzarech, he says, you don't have to learn the Gzair Shavah because you just asked that Pircha that you're going to learn out the Gzair Shavah from what Aaron Akayan did, and then you have a, uh, the Pircha. So he says, I, I have other ways of learning what we were trying to learn. What was, again, what we were trying to learn? We had to learn, how do you know there's Nasias Kapayim? You have to raise your hands. So he says, like this. He says, Harayu Omer, hu of Kolayamim. He says, you have a Pasuk that says that the, the Avoda of the Kohen is with Aaron and his sons, Kolayamim. So make his bon of low. We compare his sons, the rest of the regular Kohen, Kohenim Hedyot, to a Kohen Gadol. Mahu Benesius Kapayim, just as when the Kohen Gadol does it, what do you see? He does it Benesius Kapayim with his hands out, stretched out. Avbonov, so to his children, also has to do it Benesius Kapayim. Vixiv Kolayamim. Kolayamim means all the days this is happening, not just on. Uh, 
on Rosh Chodesh. The Iskish Bracha Lesherus. And also, we see that Bracha is compared to service. We have a positive we had before, Levarach Lesharis Bishmo. So therefore, and just as what? That all Bracha is compared to Sherus. And therefore, all Sherus is Lavdafka, it has to be of a Tzibur. It doesn't have to be for the Tzibur, so the Bracha doesn't have to only be with a Vodas Tzibur. That, that passage that we just quoted is talking about Sheros. Who born of is talking about Sheros. So we learn a bracha from Sheros, right? No, I'm saying, so, that, so it says, who, uh, it says, who born of... Number four. Number five. Who born of Kola Yomim. Yes. That's what you're talking about? Yes. But I'm saying, so, anyway, we have a bracha, we have a comparison between bracha and Sheros. Whatever applies by Sheros, applies by bracha. Tanya Irach. We have another bracha. Kosovarach has been a Yisrael. It's a Bishmo. 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 It's a it's a b'shem amaforosh. You have to use Hashem's uh, ineffable. What's it called? Ineffable name. You have to use the yud kevavke. So ataoymer b'shem amaforosh. You have to use the b'shem amaforosh. Aino elo bekinoi. Maybe you should use a kinoi. The loshen adnus alav dalad nun yud. Talmud lomar. The pasuk says like this. This is a pasuk. It says v'samo samu es shemi al bnei yisrael. Place my. This is in part of the birchas kodesh. It says place my name on uh, on bnei yisrael. And I will bless them. Alright? But now it says Shemi. My name, my special name. It's my Hashem's taking my what's my special name? The Shemi is Amiyuchadli. So it says, well, well, if that's the Pasuk, then how do you know you're not supposed to use the Shem of Orish anyway you do Birchas Kahanim? So Avbagul and Cain. So maybe even outside of the Beis Amigdash, you're supposed to also use the Shem Amiforish. So more says, Nemarkan Vesamo as Shemi. We have another pasuk that says "Lasum Eshemi Sham." The pasuk says this is a pasuk in Devarim. It says "Kiel Hamakom Asher Yivchar Hashem Alakechem," the place that Hashem will choose Mikol Shivtechem from all of your tribes. Lasum Eshemo Sham. That's where he'll place his name. That you'll seek out the Shechina and come there. So it says "Lasum Eshemo Sham." Uh, now that that place that Hashem says where I'm going to choose my name, that's talking about in the base Amigdash, right? Mala halan base Amigdash, Avkan base Abchira. They the chosen place was in Shiloh, in the Mishkan, or in the base Amigdash. Avkan base Abchira. So. Uh, the point is that, 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 that the, the point is that it's not even though we have a buzzer, you have to place my name on the Yisrael, but it's on the place of my name where I choose that you can place my name, and the only place Hashem chooses that you can place His name is in the Beis Hamikdash. Rabbi Yashia, I'm a Einot Tzarek. He says you don't have to come onto that drasha. You have another drasha. He says Arehu Omer. We have a buzzer that says like this. The simple reading of the buzzer is going to have to be under, uh, re- uh, reinterpreted because it doesn't make so much sense. What does the buzzer say? Is the whole makom askir eshami. Any place where I'll, I allow my name to be mentioned, that's where uh, that I, will, I will come to you. So, in any place you want to mention my name, that's where I will come. But we know it can't be, as Rashi brings down, because by the sneh, by the burning bush, Moshe Rabbeinu was instructed by a Kodesh Baruch Hu the, uh, that, that you're not allowed to use the Shem Hashem Anywhere, though, the pasuk over there it says like this: Zeshmi uh, uh, 
Right, we have a pasuk that says Shmir. It says Laolam. Laolam is Laalim. That you have to conceal Hashem's name. It can't be said everywhere. So this can't be. Wherever you want to mention my name, I'll come and bless you. So it can't mean a simple shot. What does the pasuk mean? So Lebechol Malkam Zalkadai. Any place, any place you want to mention my name, I'll come. Elamikrazem Esuras. This pasuk is chopped up. It's out of order. You have to rearrange the clauses in order to make it make sense. What does it mean? It means like this. Zemesurasu. It's Bechol Malkam Asher Avo that any place that I will choose to come to you and give you a blessing, that's where you can mention my name. So it's not wherever we choose to mention his name, he will come. It's wherever he chooses that we can mention his name, that's where he will come and bless us, which is in the base of And where will I come to you and bless you? That's the base of That's where you can mention my name, which is in the base of Mikdash, in the base of Bechira. Tanya, you have another Braisa. A simple pshat means that Birchus Kohanim only goes to Bnei Yisrael, but Geirim, Noshim, Avodim, who could be maybe excluded from the Loshan of Bnei Yisrael. How do you know that Birchus Kohanim works for them as well? Avodim Meshachrari means that they're also a type of Geirim that they get, every Kanani that gets released becomes a Ger. Minayin, how do you know it? Talmud Lomar, it says, Emor Lahem, that's an extra state, an extra. Kosevarch is Bnei Yisrael, Emor Lahem is inclusive of including these Noshim, Avodim, and Geirim Meshachrari. <laughs> All right. Lekulahu for everybody. What's that? Why do you have to repeat it? For the Noshim. Why do you have to say to the Morla image and instruction? Tell it, me. Why, but why, why do you have to use the words Emorlahem for? That's the question. What? That's a reboot. So how did you answer? So the answer is to include people that would not have been included in the first. You might have thought if Daberel Bnei Yisrael, Kosovar means only Bnei Yisrael get the bracha. And Morlahem is to include a bigger scope. It's not only for Bnei Yisrael. It's also for women, for Geirim. For that, that's what the Morlahem is coming to include. All right. Tanya Edach, we have another brisa. Kosovar Panim El Panim. When the bracha is given, we turn to face the people. As we face to face, miracles kind of have to face the people. Atar Panim El Panim Maybe not. Maybe the Kohanim should line up in the back of the ba- of the base of the, of the base Knesses and 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 do it towards the from the uh, uh, back to front. I think that's how Rashi learns it. Uh, Maybe they don't have to turn. Maybe they don't have to. They don't have to face. I just don't know where would they. Where would that be? The Chorah means they would be in the behind, in the back of the shul. I think. Anyway, so how do you know that? So. So, uh, but Rashi says that the, 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 the Tzibur doesn't have to turn. Maybe the Tzibur doesn't have to face the Kohanim. I mean, rather, Rashi should say, maybe the Kohanim don't have to face the Tzibur and that they're, they're facing the other way. I know it's, it's partial that they have to face the Bnei Yisrael, but maybe they stand behind Bnei Yisrael, and that's how Rashi's learning it. Kamash Malam, they have to be in the front, and they have to turn around and face them face to face. Tomorrow says like this, Emor Lahem, Emor Lahem means you're speaking to them. Ka'adama Omer It's like a person speaking to his friend. When you speak to your friend, you speak face to face. So that's Emor Lahem. You have to speak face to face. Kohanim have to speak to the Bnei uh, Tanya Irach, another drasha we learned from this pasuk. Kozavarchu, Kozavarchu is Bekol Ram. You have to do it loud. It means that the Yisraelim should be able to hear the Kohanim. They shouldn't whisper it. 
How do you know? Maybe the bracha can be done quietly as well. Talmud lama emar lahem. Emar lahem means like he's speaking to someone. The other person has to hear what you're saying. Like a person is speaking to his friend. Naktinan, we have the following Masorah of fun tradition. The way uh, uh, Rashi learns this is that there's an announcement made. You only make that announcement of Kohanim when there's two Kohanim up there. But if you don't have two Kohanim up there, you don't make the announcement Kohen. You don't make an announcement Kohen. You only make the announcement Kohanim. Some learn it as actually has practical, uh, a, a much more practical halacha. Is because you only, the Kohen is only ob- obligated to go up. He's chayiv to go up if they announce Kohanim. But if they don't announce Kohanim, he doesn't have to go up. So this actually has a practical aspect. If you don't announce the Kohanim, he doesn't have to go up. So therefore, you have to, if you know there's two that are going to go up, you can announce Kohanim. If you don't know there's two, there's only one, you don't announce Kohanim. Which means technically, if there's only one, really what it's saying is he's not really obligated <laughs> to go up. All right. That's not everyone agrees with that. It says it more like this. So therefore, L'shnayim korek Kohanim v'lo'echad ena korek Kohanim. Shenema emor lahem. Lahem means you're speaking to at least two. Two. L'shnayim. Amar Rab Chista. Amar Rab Chista. He's learning to talk to the Kohanim. Instruction to the Kohanim. Amar Rab Chista. Naktinon. We have a tradition. Kohen korek Kohanim ve'en Yisrael korek Kohanim. Now we're not going to pass in like this. But Rab Chista learns that the Balt Filo is not the one that calls out Kohanim or one of the Bnei Yisrael. It has to be a Kohen who calls to his brothers, he's saying, Kohanim, he's talking to the rest of the Kohanim. So one Kohen is the one that announces the Kohanim, the other one. How does he learn that? Shenemar emor lahem. Because it says, Kosovarchu is Bnei Yisrael, emor lahem. Tell Bnei Yisrael, Kosovarchu, it's on to the Kohanim, Kosovarchu is Bnei So you, emor lahem, you're telling the Kohanim, the ones that's saying emor lahem, it's the Kohen, should say. So the, 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 the Lashon of Kohanim, according to has to come, from the Kohanim themselves, Mishalahem, from them, to hey, that's where it should come. But we don't baskin like that. We baskin, as long as there are two Kohanim up there, anyone can say the Kohanim. It doesn't have to be uh, the uh, Kohen. The, the Tosis brings down a Yerushalmi that actually learns the opposite, that it can't be a Kohen. That the Kohan, there are different Minhagim in different shuls. Is it the Shleach Tzibur that says the word Kohanim, or is it one of the people in the in, in the in the in the in the in the tzib, but the Tzibur brings down is that it can't be a Kohen who says Kohanim. He has a drosh, a different. All right. So with the halachas like a buyer, what he said, the first thing that he said also, what was the first thing that he said that you have two, only two, you say kohanim not by one. So that the halacha follows like him, and also it's not like Rabbi Chista who wanted to say that the only one who can call out kohanim is a kohen. The halacha doesn't go like that. A yisrael can call it out as well. Like to us, means only a yisrael. Simon misavel lebracha duchen avoda kais makir nena eglo. We're going to have now from Yeshua and Levi. We're going to have uh, five. Um, what was it? Six. Six different halachas that uh, some of them are are, are 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 specific to what we're talking about, and some of them are just random. Let's see. I'm Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Is it eight? Right. How do we know that Hakadosh Baruch Hu desires? 
to give the bracha, to give the brachas kohanim. Shenemer v'sama shemi al b'nei Yisrael. It says, you place your name, you place my name on the Yisrael. V'ani avarchem. I want you to do that so I can give them the bracha. That shows that HaKadosh Baruch is the one who wants to give the bracha. Otherwise, you could say, let them, the bracha come from them. No, no. I want you to place my name so I can give the bracha. You see Hashem desires to give that bracha. V'amar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, number two. That the Birchas Kohanim is not just a benefit for the Yisraelim, but the Kohen that does Birchas Kohanim, he himself, through giving the Birchas Kohanim, he gets blessed as well. And the flip side to that, if he doesn't want to give a Birchas Kohanim, he doesn't get Brocha. The Brocha of Avram Avinu, those who bless you, will be blessed. Third Allah. If a Kohen does not want Want to go up onto the duchen over the say There's three positive instructions, positive commandments that is violation. Kosev Archu one, Emor Lahem is two, Vesama Shemi is three. Number four. Rav Amar Choshishin Shema Ben Gerusha Ben Chal. And this not this part of it. Rav says that there's another problem over here. Is if he doesn't go up in Duchen, then people are going to think that he's not a kosher Kohen. That that there's a pogrom, is a halal. His mother was divorced. Mother was uh, was a uh, halutza. So they have Ben Gerusha Ben Chalutza. But like they're not really arguing. Is had a solical prokim, had a solical prokim. If he never goes up at all, so then you have a problem that he might think is a Ben Gerusha Ben Chalutza. If he goes up occasionally, Rashi says on Yomim Tovim. Shabbos and Yom Tov, that becomes one of the sources that we, at least we should do it on Shabbos and Yom Tov. The big shaila why we don't do it in Chutzlar, it's not getting into it now, but technically the Choretz Mashma that you should do it on, 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 on uh, so Raj brings down Yom Tovim over here. Anyway, Bechagim Vimamadim, Bechagim Yom Tov. On Arab Shob and Levi, called Kohen She'ena Ola Ba'avoido. It's very interesting, they say from, from Rav Scheinberg, Rav Scheinberg would come to Chutzlar, he would daven with a Svardim. Because he wanted to kahanim, he wanted to get an stroll, so he wanted to do uh, in in in. Uh, I said, uh, heard someone said, Reisman also, and sh- at least once a week, Davin so that he can get Birchas kahanim. Mm-hmm. All right, he made Rab- do it on Shabbos when he stayed at my parents' house. He made them do Birchas kahanim on Shabbos in in the in the Ashkenazi shul. Yeah, but every day he went to the Sephardi shul. Right. Interesting. I'm Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. There's a, there's the famous uh, story from the from the Talmud brought down it's one of the sources why we don't do it is that that they tell me they grow that they'd been already for a number of centuries that they weren't so, doing Birchas Kahanim so they wanted to institute Birchas Kahanim and that that day the, the shul burnt down so I said maybe it's not such a good idea so that's that was brought down so that's uh, What's that? Anyway, but that's that's that's, that's, that's a story about Talmud Agrah that discusses this issue. Anyway, so Zayim Malkus, I'm Rabbi Shua ben Levi. Kol Kohen she'ena ola ba'avoda shuv ena ola. That if Ritzay, I think it means Ritzay has been completed. If they got to Amachazesh Chinoso Litzion, Ritzay is done, and he has not gone up yet, so then he's not supposed to go up. What's the raya for this? Because the positive Vayisa Aaron is Yodav Elaam. Again, this is by the Meluim. It says Aaron benched the people by Varachem. He did Knesias Kapayim by Yered, and he came down and he came down from having brought the Korbanus. Now, really, the order is he finished the Korbanus. It should say that he did. He did the Chatas Ola and the Shlomim, and then he blessed the people. So why is it righted in such a way that it says he did the he did the Birchas Kohanim Maasas from having after completed? It's a very strange way of writing it. It's Mashma that he still had to be engaged somewhat in the Avodah. Some the, the, the Birchas Kohanim is connected to the Avodah, which means that they from here we learn that the Kohanim should go up 
while Ritzay, which is the bracha, that's the bracha, it's called the bracha of Avodah. Ritzay, that you have to go up while Avodah, you're still engaged in Avodah. So Ma'alahalim just over there, it's connecting the Birchas Kohanim to the Avodah. Avkan has to be Avodah. It says, well, is that true? Ba'arav Ami Ravasi, or Ami Ravasi, we learned in Megillah, were the greatest Kohanim of Eretz Yisrael. Salki, they used to go up, and they used to go, to, go up to the Duchen, and it, the, 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 the Chazan had already started Maidim. Simon says like this, No, they already had uprooted their feet. It's not that you have to get there before Ritzay is over. It means you have to start moving towards the Duchen, before the, towards the platform, before it's over. And they already, it took them a little while, it was far away, it took them a while to get there, but they already had start moving towards it. So therefore, so Rav Ami, Rav Asi, Mikor, Rav Akrim, Karayu, they already had uprooted their feet initially, but Mamtalev, Havemati, Hosa, but they hadn't reached there yet, that's all. Okay, the Tani Rav Oshi, and the proof of it, like Oshi said, Lashana Elish, Lakras Ragla. You don't have to actually arrive at the Duchen before it say is over. Ella Akras Ragla, you just have to have uprooted your feet, moved your feet. Aval Akras Ragla, Ola. But if you if you already moved your feet, then you can go up to the Duchen, even if you, got there, you haven't got there yet before it say is over. Tanan Nami. And then Mora brings a raya for this as well. We learn like this what happens if a Kohen is the one who's davening for the Ahmed? The Baal Tefillah is a Kohen. So the, it says over there, Im if the Chosoi Shanoise as Kapov. If he is sure, we're afraid. They don't have Sidurim back there. So we're afraid, we're afraid that if he's going to be Duchening, he's going to lose his place. He's not going to be able to get back to Sim Shalom. So if Im Haftachoso or Haftachto, that he's, he's certain, he's confident, Shanoise as Kapov, a Chosolis Viloso, that he's able to Duchen and also get back to the Sim Shalom, Rishai is allowed. Vavina, but we're perplexed by this a little bit. If you can only duchen if you've uh, if you've walked to the to the duchen, how's he walking to the duchen? He's not to the chora. Vavina, bahala akar. He didn't uproot his feet. He's not allowed to really uproot his feet. So how's he able to duchen? Ella, it's mashma. Did not porta. All you need to do is some kind of gesture. You have to shuffle. You have to move your feet a little. Bit. That's all he's required to do. So you see that akaraglav is sufficient. You don't have to actually walk. To the duchen to be able to duchen. So therefore, just as over there, it's uh, on the not port. He just moves a little, little shuffle is enough. So achanami to akar porta here too. And the same by Rabbi Ravasi, just having moved a little bit towards it is sufficient. But I'm Rabbi Shua ben Levi. nice than kaisel bracha. It's another halacha. <clears throat> by Birchas Amazon, there's Kaishal Bracha, so the person in Birchas Amazon gets to get the Kaishal Bracha to make the Bar break off at the end. Sure. So, who should you choose when you do a Kaishal Bracha? It's Ainois and Kaishal Bracha, Levarak, Ela Tuv Ayin. Tuv Ayin, Shinema Tuv Ayin, Huyavarak. Somebody that has a, a, literally it means a good eye. Somebody that is magnanimous. Somebody that shares with what he has. He does, he forgives people. He wants to give people from the goodness that he has. That's the person who you want doing the Birchas Hamazon. Right? Uh, as, as the He's the person has given off his bread to the poor. Now the symbol of the Pesach is Yavurach means he will be blessed. The Tuv Ayin, the magnanimous person, will be blessed. So don't read it as will be blessed, but what do you, how do you read it? Ela, yev, not Yavurach, Ela Yavarech. Yavarech means that's the guy you want to be giving you the bracha by the Birch HaSamozon. How do you know that even birds have a special sensitivity? They can tell when a person is stingy. Tsar Ayin is a person, he's a miser, he's stingy. So how do you know that Shinemrik, Shlema Melech says like this. 
when the people want to catch birds, so they spread out the uh, the right. grain. They spread out the grain to on, on, on beneath the trap in order to trap them. <coughs> so it says that that he's wasting his time. That he wants to do it to catch birds. He's wasting his time because they know who the guy who's stingy is, and therefore they're not going to come and partake in his uh, so so what does that mean so it's in order that it should not be some type of a I mean, it could be it could be some metaphysical thing that God puts the sensitivity in them. But I think the Marsha explains like this. The Marsha says that if you want to be a good bird catcher, right? He said, what you do is you put you put the grain. You go three four days without setting up the trap. You put the grain there three four days, and once the birds get comfortable, then the fourth day, then you set the trap, and then you can catch them. The guy who's stingy, he doesn't want to do the first three four days. He goes right away to do it. So he's wasting his time. They recognize that he's trying. That's he says it's not a metaphysical type thing, but it means that even the birds identify through his actions that he is a stingy guy. This is unbelievable thing. If you know somebody is stingy and you partake in what he is offering you, you're really violating a prohibition because he really doesn't want to give it to you. And just socially, he's not allowed to say, you know, you know, okay. but, but he really doesn't want to give it to you, so you're over a lot by taking from him. Shanema, as the Pasuk says, this is a Pasuk in Mishlei, it's not really a lav, it's from, from Mishlei, but it says, Al tilcham es lechem ra'ayin, don't take from the bread of the one, don't partake in the bread of the one who is a ra'ayin, who is a stingy person. Ba'al tis'av, and do not desire lemat amosa, for his delicacies, all right, uh, and and the, and the next part of the pasuk is kichamo. It's the next pasuk actually. Kichamo shar benavsho. The same way as he is embittered in his soul, the same bitterness that he has in his soul because a stingy person is a bitter person. Kainu ochel, kainu echol v'shasei yomalach. He'll tell you so too when he tells you to eat and drink. Libal balimach, but his heart is not with you. That you're just adding to his bitterness, to his bitterness. He'll tell you eat and drink, but you you, you, you shouldn't be taking it, right? So therefore, it's, all right. Rav Nachman Amar over b'shnei lavim. Actually, there's two violations because it says al tilcham, don't take from his lechem, his bread, al tisav, and don't desire his delicacies. Two violations taken from a person that doesn't really want to give to you, right? Uh, that there's actually a halacha of uh, that if you see that somebody does not have enough for himself, it's like a bag of potato chips, like the last two chips in the bag. You're not allowed to take from a, some, you're only allowed to take from someone if there's enough left over for himself. You can't take from someone if he's not going to have enough left over. It's actually a Bhutan halacha. I'm Rabbi Shurban Levi. The whole concept of the Egla Rufa, of dead per, a person being murdered next to a city, forcing the city, having to bring the Egla Rufa, that all starts because people that act in a miserly way. What's shot? Someone says, because Janama, the Pazik says like this that the, uh, the, 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 uh, the Zakanim of that city have to come and they have to say and they speak up and they say Our hands did not spill his blood and we didn't see who he was, we didn't see him at all we didn't encounter this guy Also, did it ever enter our hearts or to our minds that what, these are the elders of Beistin they're the ones going to have murdered the guy, what are they saying? We didn't murder the guy. Of course you didn't murder the guy. So why are they saying it? 
The pshat is that this person could not have entered our city and we let him go. We'll see what that means in a moment. And it can't be that we saw him and we, and we let him leave. What does that mean? So Moses is like this. It's impossible. We have... Uh, instructed and we have educated our city. It's not possible that he would have entered the city without having been invited and 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 uh, and, and and people done achnosis orchim that he would have been given food below mezonos below ra'inuhu and there's no way that he was seen v'inachnuhu below levaya and let go without having been accompanied. I've spoken out a number of times. What exactly the miles kasha? How does that help the person not being killed because you gave him something to eat and you gave him tzedel aderek and you accompanied him dalat amis? Maybe a different time I'll tell you the pshat. But anyway, Rashi learns that it means that uh, he he. It, it, it can't be that we let him go without provisions. It's possible if he had no provisions that he maybe attacked someone to get from them provisions and that's how he ended up being killed. But that can't be from us because he would have come through us he for sure would have been given provisions. doesn't help with the Hanchanu, Belay Levaya part of it. It doesn't fit so well in the Rashi. So, what's the point? The point is, so you see that there is a Tzad, that a person can get killed and end up having the whole issue of, if a, if a city or a city of misers and don't give the person food. what to eat, the food and drink, then it could lead it. But they have to make the statement that, it can't, it's not for our city. Our city are not miserly. Our city would have given it to him. So you see that that could be the basis of why something like this happens. All right. What happens if everybody in the shul is Kohen, right? Everybody's Kohen or cats, okay? Everybody are Kohanim. Kulan Olin Leduchan. They all go up into the Duchen. Says the Gemara Gavaldik. So who they doing? Who, who's there to, to do it too? If everybody's up there. So They're doing it for their brothers in the fields that are working, that are not able to uh, come to Shul. So the Bracha will be for them. Aini says, Is that such a thing? That if you're not means of Mashmah, the Birchaz Kohen doesn't have to be, can be for people that are not standing exactly in front of the Kohen. That's what we're saying. They're not standing in front of the Kohen. Is that true? You can get Birchaz Kohen even if you're not standing right in front of the Kohen. It says, If anyone is standing behind the Kohen, you ever see that, that, that in the Mizrach Band, every moves forward to go stand in front of the Kohen. Because you're not standing, you're standing behind the Kohen and you don't get the Bracha. Ain't a Bechal Bracha. So says the Gemara like this. Surely so therefore, how can you tell me that the people in the fields are getting it? You see the guy who's in the shul, but he's standing behind the Kohanim, he doesn't get it. So how can you get it in the fields? He explains Rashi. He says like this. The guys in the fields can't make it to shul. Since they can't make it to shul, therefore the fact they're not standing in front of the Kohanim is not held against them. The guy's in shul and just is not bothered Move two feet. To move in front of the Kohanim. It's like he's saying, like it's, he's, it's, it's, like he's, it, it, it's like almost saying, I don't even believe in what they're doing. That's what it's showing. I don't have to be standing in front of the Kohen. You don't want to stand in front of the Kohen. You know what? You're not going to get a brocha. That's the difference. If a guy's able to go in front of the Kohanim and doesn't, he's not Bechlal Brocha. Somebody that's not able to go in front of the Kohanim, then he's Bechlal I remember in, my, in, in Miami, they have the way the, 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 uh, in, the in the Nate's minion for Shonim Kippur, the women are behind the Aaron Kodesh. It's like the, uh, the Mechitza, they're really on the, on the back. In the front. So, 
in the front, all the way in the front, all the way in the front. So the big, there was a big shiloh over there. What do you do for Birchas Kohanim? Because they mamish be all lined up behind. So they, they they had to open up the windows and they had to go outside the shul and uh, it was a shiloh because it could well, be as an onus too. But anyway, there was that they made him stand on the side. Talking about a real onus because I'm always muttering my kids to come in. Like, what do you yeah, think about that? I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They should, I mean, that's where the minute is. Everyone comes in. They should, and people should have the importance of, of coming in for it. All right. Zog the morning like this. Says the Gemara of Atani, Rav Shimi learned in a Brisa. He was Mibirosa de Shichuri. He came from the capital city of Shichuri, wherever that is. He said like this. This is the Kasha the Gemara is asking. It says, If the Shul are all Kohanim, it says, Miktsasan oil, Miktsasan oil in Amen. Some of them should go up and some of them should answer Amen. So it's a complete contradiction to what we learned before. Because what do we learn before? Everybody goes up. So the Chayra, so, uh, so, so what, what do we do? Where there's like Kasha. If they, some of the Kohanim can go up and there's still a minion to answer Amen, then that's what you should do. But if you're going to have less than a minion to answer Amen, it's not a Chash of Tzibur left anyway, so it's better they all go up and that's when they'll do it for the uh, Am Shebesodos. So basically we're saying is like this. If there's less than 10, then the, all the Kohanim should go up. If yeah, there's... To, 10, there's to, to answer them. them. But, but if you have... What's that? So that, that we see, it's not a problem. We saw that already from the first halacha. Right. But if you're going to have less than 10, so then you should not, so they ever should go up. If only if you're going to have a minion of 10 left behind, let's say you got 20, uh, you got 25 kahanim. So you can have 15. What? To make it even so they can split it. <laughs> All right. So then you can have some of them go up and a minion to answer behind. Then it's okay to do it that way. That's that's the better way to do it instead of relying on the Amsha Besados. Okay. Gufa, this itself was taught before. Tana Abba Bereder of Binyamin Barchia. Amsha Acharei Kohanim, Einan Bechlal Brocha. We said that if you're standing behind the Quran at the time when they do it, you don't get the bracha. When it says pshita, it's obvious to us that let's say you have all the tall people took the front row and all the short people took the back row. We don't make the best small short people go in front of the tall people. It's considered like you're in front of the Kohanim, even though there are people blocking your view that are in front of you. So pshita arichi ba'ape gutsi. That short, that tall ones in front of short ones, loy mavsaki, it's not considered to be a problem. Even teva loy mavsaka. The way I understood this, like this, sometimes the Aaron Kodesh is pushed a little forward. So you have the Kohanim, maybe all lined up on one side of the of the Aaron, and people on the other side of the Aaron, so they don't have a clear, direct line to the Kohanim, because the teva is in between. A teva is not considered to be a hefzik either. Teva loy mafziki. Mechitza mai. What happens? You have our, our, our shul. You have a mechitza. Right? And therefore, there are women in front of mechitza. Or this morning, even if it's men, let's say there's a, there's a, there, for some reason, a wall and there's a petition and the kohanim are all the way in front and you're behind the petition. Does the birchas kohanim, is that considered to be directly in front of the kohanim or maybe you're not bachlal brocha? So what's a din? So my so Moses Toshimad Am Rabbi Shuvah Ben Levi Afilu Mechitza Sher Barzel Ain Mavsekes Ben Yisrael Avin Shabbat Even a metal barrier is not considered to be a hefsek, and therefore you don't have to come from behind the mechitza to go in front. As long as you're, I guess you have to be in front of the kahanim, but the burial, the the the, the, the barrier is not considered to be a hefsek either way. Okay, gentlemen, we'll stop over here. Does this stuff apply?